A successful business doesn't happen overnight. It takes a lot of hard work, dedication, and persistence, which is exactly what the Coffee and Hustle podcast is all about. Hi, this is Carla Stiles from the Coffee and Hustle podcast, and today I had Peyton Guy from H2O Solutions, and we talked about cybersecurity, all the things that go along with that, including some networking ideas for those that are trying to get into the industry, along with some really cool ideas about his conspiracy theory and some random generalization about who he is and what he is going to be doing in his field. Hello, and welcome to the Coffee and Hustle podcast. In today's episode, we'll be discussing intergenerational communication. Did I say that right? Yeah, you got that right. Intergenerational Uh, communication. So I'm so excited. I have got the one and only Peyton Guy here from H12 Solutions. It's good to be here. It's great. I love your office. I love your little podcast space. It's it's really beautiful. You got to have more people come in here. Maybe do a little video. I think we should do some more video. (laughs) That'd be Um, great. You know, now that you brought that up, I think we should just continue to continue to build this this podcast that that is becoming that it is today. Um, so you are a junior cybersecurity engineer with H2L Solutions. Yes. So tell us a little bit about what H2, H2L Solutions does so, for this community. Yeah, so H2L Solutions, we're a cybersecurity company based here in Huntsville. Um, we help other companies with their cybersecurity posturing. So if they you know, have to work for the government, have to reach a certain level of, uh, of cyber awareness or whatever, um, we kind of help companies reach their goal. We also do some government contracting as well. So. Um, we're kind of all over the place, but as far as cyber goes, we're we're the people for it. So, so uh, HTML Solutions, and I think we've done, I think this is probably my third cybersecurity podcast, which yeah. is, mm-hmm. I, I think um, maybe that's a nerd alert for me. So, <laughs> Yeah, especially in the in the world of Huntsville, cyber is, is such an important subject. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that, uh, you know, where we are right now, and uh, honestly, um, just sort of, the United States in general at this point, cyber is a huge topic of conversation. So for for H2L Solutions, you guys are now a hub zone and a service-disabled veteran cybersecurity company based here in Huntsville. Yes. But mm-hmm. you guys do a lot of work all over the place. So Huntsville yep. is the base, but mm-hmm. where's, do y'all have smaller places as well? Where, where are some of your extensions? Yeah, so we have, uh, we have people in Michigan. We have people in Colorado Springs, and I think... I think Mississippi as well. Um, There may be a few other locations as well, um, but uh, that's kind of, we're mostly here in Huntsville, though. Yeah, so you're a junior cybersecurity. Where did you start with H2L Solutions? I was actually an unpaid intern going into my experience at H2L. So uh, I kind of climbed the ladder a little bit, got to where I am now. Of course, I'm not, you know, at the very top, but I'm uh, I'm very comfortable with where I'm at, especially considering I'm in college. So are now you're like a big dog, is that what you're saying? (laughs) I definitely would not consider myself a big dog, but I, I definitely do. Uh, I'm doing what I love, and that's important to me. Well, that's called hard work, and that. So you started as an unpaid, knowing the fact that you were an unpaid, but you continue on the path of success. Yes. So that's 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 a that's commitment. Absolutely, yeah. It went from from being all about the experience to loving the people there to loving the work that I was doing, and then uh, just kind of growing from there. And uh, I'm really happy with where I'm at now. I kind of owe. Uh, a lot of my progress right now to H2L. So, I'm so very happy how that. did you how did you get in touch with them? Did they reach out to you? Did you reach out to them? How did you in, how did your intern start mm-hmm. with H2L Solutions? So I actually reached out to them. I heard about them through uh, somebody I met uh, that also went to UAH, um, and uh, so I, I kind of reached out to them and I said, "Hey, are you guys offering any internships?" And they said, "Yeah, we've got this position here." And so I uh, I applied and they liked me enough and I liked them enough. So yeah. 
So how important is the internships to get into this field at this point? Because that's, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are now going to school, getting this degree. Right. How do they reach out to people to see if they have internships mm -hmm. at this point? Degrees are super, super important, but um, a degree can't really quite get you the same level of experience quite that, uh, that experience does. Um, you know, we have, uh, you know, UAH offers a great cybersecurity program, but if you don't have that actual hands-on experience of knowing what it's like to work in the government sector especially, um, it's a... It, I, I believe that unpaid internships are important as long as you're getting the experience that you're, you're getting sought after. And I think H2L does the perfect job of doing that. So, yeah. Well, I think that's very fortunate that mm -hmm. you were able to get into a company that's helped you along your way. And Absolutely. You've, you've learned, learned a lot, I was assuming. You're oh, still sure. a student. Yes. You're still a student, mm -hmm. and they work around your schedule. Oh, yeah. And, and I, I think that's brilliant. I know in the mm -hmm. fact that a company does that for you. That's almost like a family vibe for oh, you, right? for sure. Absolutely. It's it's very much like a family. And I know some people kind of consider like a like a whenever people say, oh, it's like a family here, people think that it may be, you know, a red flag or whatever, but it, it, to me it's not, um, at, at least not at H2L. The only thing that I've experienced at H2L has been nothing but kindness, understanding, generosity, and just, um, I mean, they have to totally helped me grow um, as a person, um, as a professional, and, and just kind of in general um, with their company, and I, I owe them a great deal. Well, that's great. And then you guys were just awarded the Inc. 5000 uh, for 2021. Yes. Yeah. And that's a big achievement for you guys because sure. you are considered now America's fastest growing private company. And you're, of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're like one, it was at one, the only Alabama based security firm to be recognized for that. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're, we're very fortunate to be included in that. Um, we've grown quite a bit over the past three years. And, um, I think that, um, I mean, we're, we're so super excited. You know, we were moving into a new building. It's a little bit nicer. It's a little bit more modern. <laughs> and it's got hardwood floors. Yeah, it's got hardwood floors, which I'm really excited about. I mentioned That's that. awesome. <laughs> That's the one thing that you can be excited about. Like, hey, I'm going into a company. Hey, do they have mm -hmm. good floors? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's kind of like the, the de facto standard for high quality. Yeah, high quality. <laughs> um, so for you, we're going to talk about intergenerational communication. Can yes. you give us a little bit of background what that what does that mean to mm -hmm. people like me so uh, intergenerational communication is important especially in the cyber field because you have this this very fascinating mixture of uh, young people young budding interest interested people in technology people that are interested in technology and um, the uh, the more experienced that are you know more familiar with uh, the, your traditional engineering things like that government workers military all that kind of stuff you have this awesome mixture that um, can be complex at times um, because you're you're um, you have these people that are familiar with newer technology and 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 the ways that you're kind of excited to disrupt the the old sort of status quo, but you also have the the more experienced, which are um, able to well, uh, we call those seasonal <laughs> seasonal, right? Yeah, exactly. I wanted to avoid the word older because they're not older people; they're they're just seasonal. Yeah, exactly, seasonal. I think that's probably <laughs> you're okay. You can use that word, <laughs> seasonal. Yeah, yeah, the more seasonal people. I think they're. Um, well, I think there's definitely an overlap in our generation right now, yes. especially in the especially in the technology field, mm -hmm. um, and that includes marketing as well. And right. I believe that that we've got like 
it's almost like you've got this really young generation that's coming in and they've grew up with technology. Yes. Whereas we've learned by doing. Right, exactly. Yeah, so that don't you see the there there's got to be this communication yes. piece that's got to be happening. For sure. And I think that uh, there's been kind of a large discrepancy uh I think the internet has a lot to do with that, but there's been a large discrepancy between the communication of younger people and older people, and um, uh, it, it's important to bridge the gap so that we're able to, to kind of communicate better and um, you know kind of start to understand each other better. Well, I think that it's like if you're willing to be open with that communication with each other, mm-hmm. learn from each other, right, and then be able to like figure out a way what what can work for your business, what doesn't work for your business. Right. Um, but I think that's important to yeah, exactly. really understand that. Mm-hmm. But I, what do you see that, what is the biggest challenges in cybersecurity that you see right now? So right now, um, if I had to pick one thing, I believe uh, for most companies, ransomware has been such a huge topic. You see um, these attacks in the news all the time. And the reason is because, I mean, it's, it's super common. It's really easy for an attacker to... Um, uh, get a hold of of good ransomware and and leverage it against uh, your uh, your typical you know pretty much any business. You're able yeah. to to um, maybe not target. It doesn't have to be hyper targeted. But in in some ways though, it's it's the company's responsibility yes. to create that knowledge base with all their employees to exactly. okay, what you shouldn't do, yes. what you shouldn't do. And that's something that is that also your responsibility to reach out to those companies that says, hey, these are the newest things that we need to be aware of. Right. Do you do that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. H2L is, uh, we're, we're heavily, heavily involved with the community. And that's one of the things that we're super proud of um, is uh, we consistently try to um, release all these new information. I, I, I uh, have been on the news a few times talking about uh, attacks that happen on... Does that mean you're famous? <laughs> I, Am I, I actually interviewing someone that's famous? This is awesome. Yeah, okay, no, this is... Uh, it's good. I actually have my limo. Is I'll get my sig- I'll this, get so an autograph from you later. Yeah, of course. Well, I actually... I've got it up. Oh, a matter of fact, so. you have it on my wall already. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, actually, you're going to have to pay for that. That's about it's, 40 bucks. I yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> keep dreaming. Um, <laughs> so, with cybersecurity as high as it is, um, is there's different parts in the cyber community that people should know about. And especially for the younger generation, mm-hmm. where is the most needed field? I mean, what part of the field is there that's important right now? Um, everywhere. <laughs> I don't want to say that um, uh, that we don't have enough. I mean, because there are a lot of people that are especially new, younger, coming in that yeah. are excited about cyber. Do you think it's because you're saying there's a lot of jobs yes. out there, but we just don't have the experienced people to get to fill the jobs? So I think that there's there's a couple symptoms that are going on right now. I think there are companies that uh, don't quite see the threat that cybersecurity actually faces monetary-wise. Companies are always focused on profits and cutting costs and things like that. Um, but they don't quite realize that, um, man, once you have a, a cyber threat or a, um, you know, a ransomware or a virus or whatever that comes and attacks your company, um, that's a lot more money than it takes to actually be prepared for that moment. Um, so, Do you think that that's the reason why a lot of people opt for third-party programs mm-hmm. so that they don't ha- they're not somewhat responsible right. for that data being tracked? Yeah, um, especially for the smaller business, it's super important to um, utilize what's out there. Um, there are a lot of um, Office 365 has a lot of really neat uh, features that um, have security built into them. Security. So you don't believe in virus like checkers, right? Virus programs or virus checkers? I mean, I, I believe in them. There are a lot of really good ones that are out there, but 
um, there's only so much that they can do. Uh, the most important thing is training. If you have, you know, if your employees are well trained, if you're using, uh, you know, your Windows operating system, the built-in Windows Defender is good enough, typically. But um, that doesn't mean that I, I don't recommend the use of, of third-party. Well, what's virus. the difference between? So some people don't even know the difference between mm -hmm. just a VPN. Like, right. what does a VPN do for your business? So um, a VPN is kind of an interesting subject. Uh, I personally don't subscribe to the uh, quality of like third-party VPNs. I think those are those can be kind of uh, sketchy. The only reasoning is because um, any data that you're sending over a VPN is, is able to be um, sniffed just as well as data that you're sending through your ISP. The only difference is who is actually looking at that data. So if you have an ISP and they're, um, they're looking at your data, then that sucks. But then <laughs> if you go and get in uh, a VPN, then uh, they can sniff your data. Uh, or you could have a foreign government. If it's a foreign government that's, uh, that's hosting that server, they can just put a little box in, in their uh, headquarters or in that server room and then they can sniff what you're doing. So uh, it, it varies dependently or it varies quite a bit on um, who's actually handling the VPN. But if you're talking about like a VPN that's, that's you know, within your, um, uh, your actual system, like your own managed security, then, yeah, absolutely, 100%, that that's something that you need to invest in. Yeah, does people know what VPN means? Virtual private network. So all that is is it's just a um, it's a way of connecting to um, uh, a server, whether it be internally in your community or in your network. It's, it's basically an external network that you're able to connect to locally. Yeah, that that's a bunch sense. of nerd talk, you know. That. Yes, yeah. It's, it's, so basically, it's a scrambled IP. Right. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. It's, See, I can talk nerd mm -hmm. with you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it can be a scrambled IP, especially scrambled IPs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. the problem with that is, if it was a scrambled IP, sometimes there's a disconnect um, with your network if it doesn't always recognize that scrambled IP. Is that the way I want to look at? Yeah, that? it could be if you've got um, if it, uh, if you're connected to the VPN if you know, and you're not split tunneling. Um, and you've got, and you're trying to reach something locally within that network, it can, it can throw off some issues. So what is split tunneling? <laughs> so we're getting actually This is really a quiz. You did not know that this is a podcast <laughs> quiz. This is not, so, so it's not just come in here, talk with, you know, talk Peyton talk. We were talking about a quiz um, yeah. just to see how much you know, because then mm -hmm. I'm sure H2L is listening to you. Go ahead. <laughs> so split tunneling is when uh, only part of your computer is connected to the network. So whether that be like your web browser or a certain file system or whatever, that's split tunneling. But if you um, if you don't split tunnel, if you just use fully through the VPN, um, that means your entire computer is being based off of that network. You've been trained well. Thank you. Uh, well, I've, I've been doing this for a while. Little so. sensei. <laughs> The forces with you. Don't let my age distract you. I've been. I've been you're doing very. This for a you're while. way ahead of your. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> exactly. honestly, you literally. Your mind is like. As soon as I say a word, you just like you're on it. <laughs> so to me, that just says how quick you acknowledge. You do. Mm. You really are knowledgeable in the cybersecurity world, and that takes you to these levels that you want to be at. So, right. I, I'm talking to someone that's got. He's. You're forecasting your vision. Yes. So you know exactly what you want to do. Oh yeah, absolutely. I want to. Um, I want to change the world with my cyber knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> one podcast at a time exactly. for you, Peyton. Exactly. One podcast. At, one day you're going to come back in five years later going, hey, I'm going to do another podcast. <laughs> that signature is going to be worth 80 bucks. You believe secure, it. Yeah. <laughs> keep dreaming. Um, so what is your favorite part in this industry when you're talking about cybersecurity? What is that favorite part that you do? 
Um, oh gosh, I love all of it, to be honest. Um, I love talking to people, especially if we go to conferences, people drop by. I love, love having conversations with people that are introducing new technology into the world. Um, but I also love the nitty gritty too. I love sitting down working on a Linux box. I love Linux personally. Linux is awesome. Linux is great. Yeah. Linux is absolutely great. Linux has been around for a while. It has been around. And so, I I mean, if people really understood that Mm -hmm. there's certain programs out there that are vulnerable and then some that are not, Mm -hmm. Linux is one of those that has stand the test of time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, you know, I can talk program talk with you too. Yeah, exactly. Um, so um, that's nerd talking. It's a great with you again. It's a great development environment too. I'm sure you know this. Oh, absolutely. Linux is so much better than Windows. When yeah, it comes to absolutely. It's a, it's definitely a very easy streamline. <laughs> yes. Um, code code talking is yeah, very good. Absolutely. So you love the networking aspect, which mm-hmm. that's. That's really, really important. Mm-hmm. And for someone like you, that you're in this and you're able to go to those networking programs um, and meeting people face-to-face, that really gives you a lot of face-to-face time yeah. you know, in front of people. Mm-hmm. How Did you have that confidence in the very beginning or did you have to build up to that? Oh, I definitely had to build up to it. Um, I've always been kind of a people person, which is weird for my profession or, or weird for my uh, uh, interest studies, but... Um, Getting that confidence, especially to to talk to people that are um, that have been so seasoned in the <laughs> in the world Good word. of cyber, yeah. Um, but that doesn't even have to do with age. It also has to do with just experience in general. Um, especially when I was just getting into it, there were people that are a hell of a lot smarter than I was. Yeah, and you were like, "How did you get that smart?" <laughs> yeah, and you're exactly. like, "Well, I'm going to go dig up a book. <laughs> I'm going to do a little research online." Right. And challenges are good, especially when you know that there's someone that says something and it it sticks with you. And you're yes. like, "How did they know that?" Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that uh, it, it just takes time. It's just one of those things yeah. where you just kind of have to go, oh, okay, they mentioned this thing that's really interesting. I didn't know about it. Right. And I probably made a fool out of myself talking to them, but that's okay. They I'm probably gonna... didn't think anything about it. Because <laughs> the, the good thing about that, though, let me just say this. Mm-hmm. When the one secret into business success is to continue learning. Right. You can't learn everything through a textbook. You can't always go to a classroom setting. Mm-hmm. Um, we pay a lot of money to learn things online. But if you don't implement them and you don't grow from them, right. you can't be successful. Yes, right. absolutely. Absolutely. You can um, you can take as many hits as you need to, but as long as you don't learn from them, you're not going to be successful. No, and, it, and that's how we thrive. Right. We exactly. learn We learn from the mistakes we make, mm-hmm. um, the, and we're listening, mm-hmm. not just doing. So if you're in a room mm-hmm. and you're networking with people, right. listen to what they have to say. Absolutely. Uh, makes a big difference on who you are. So, mm-hmm. let's talk about your conspiracy theory. <laughs> so, yep. you want to tell everybody what your conspiracy theory is all about? Yeah. So, I don't even know if it's considered a conspiracy theory, but um, it's this aspect of cyber that isn't talked about very often. And I, I don't. I think the reason why is because there are a lot of more pressing issues, and that uh, it seems so far into the future, and a lot of people are kind of focused on the now because we're so behind other countries as far as cyber is concerned. But um, I believe that quantum computing is going to totally shake up the cyber world as we know it. And the reasoning is because um, once you introduce this whole new level of, of calculation, especially when it comes to encryption and decryption, um, the, the standards that we know now or that, that, we're, that we're so reliant on, that we're so used to, um, there's not going to be anything like it that, uh, that uh, a quantum computer couldn't break. So you're, you're going to have to totally invent a new style of encryption. Um, 
and it's it's so much. So that's different from. Well, I think we've mm-hmm. had this discussion before yeah. about encryption, mm-hmm. and we it's something similar to what we call an SSL. Right. Right. Because we yeah, an SSL in, is a form of encryption. Encryption, yeah. right? It's a form of encryption where, but we used to do SSL encryption is when you in the beginning was if you had a. Uh, e-commerce site. Right. So if you sold products and you were taking credit cards, yes. you went from an HTTP to an HTTPS, mm-hmm. which now it is now a, it, it is actually yes. you have to apply an SSL to all of your website. Right. So now anything that is a form mm-hmm. or capturing any kind of data, mm-hmm. it can be a named or just an email. Mm-hmm. It all has to be encrypted now. Yeah, absolutely. We collect so much more data now. Um, and I, uh, I've been building websites for a long time, too. Um, we collect so much more data from users now than we did before. And it's not even like uh, an intentional thing. It's just you're, there's so much more that's out there. So um, having that encryption is, is super important because I, I think Google doesn't even let you, you don't even appear on, on search results if you're not encrypted, right? Well, I think what they do is they, they actually block your website and right. it gives a, a warning message saying that this site is not secure. Right. So now yes. you can bypass it, take mm-hmm. the chance um, and go on it and put your information on it, but you yes. just know you're being fully aware that this site is no more, it's not an SSL okay. secured site. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. So they don't completely bar you. You can bypass mm-hmm. the step if you want to. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm thinking that before long, they're probably going to start um, omitting your site mm-hmm. and throwing it down in the omitted results. Yes. Um, and we're going to start seeing a lot of changes mm-hmm. online and in social media this next year. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to throw a lot of marketing people in frenzies. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. You know, and what we're going to be doing with businesses. And so we, we need to be paying attention because these things are going about to, to change. And it's going to have a lot to do with cybersecurity as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, and I think just to kind of go back to the point, it's just... So encryption is, is is such an important, such an integral part of what we do now. You know, you type in your password, it's it's protected by encryption, it's protected by that hash. And, um, you know, with quantum computing, if you're able to break any, I mean, almost any sort of bit level, um, you know, like 256 bit or whatever, you know, whatever sort of level of encryption you have, if it's able to break that in what used to be, uh, you know, several quintillion years or whatever, and if it's able to break that in a week, um, you know, you've got a lot of damage that you're going to have to control because um, it's so much easier to create a decryption program than it is to create an encryption program. So it's it's a lot harder to <laughs> create an encryption program for quantum computing than it is to create a... Um, well, anyways, I mean, that's that's kind of the point that I'm So you're about to go into nerd alert. Yeah. <laughs> into detail about <laughs> encryption, de-encryption. Yeah. So my question is, is if you were someone that has a lot of passwords, right? Yes. You should not do password one, two, three. No. The normal, no. you know, and you should not have less than... 10, almost 10 to 12 characters. Yeah, I think it's 15 now. So it's 15 now. So it's even gone up. Yeah. So it used to be eight or nine, Mm -hmm. right? And now it's gone up. So it's gone up. And character variation, that's that's another thing that a lot of people don't touch on. Character variation um, on a per character basis is going to increase your time far more than increasing a letter will. So if you're starting to, if you're using more symbols, you're using numbers, capitals, if you're using a lot of those variations in there, that really, really helps your. 
your password security. So, so I use a program called LastPass, mm -hmm. yes. and that has helped me because, of course, you know, when you have to memorize everybody's password, that is just impossible. Yeah. And, you know, and it's able. So that program alone has mm -hmm. saved me. Um, and so is that something that you would say? That yeah, if yeah you LastPass wanted, is great. LastPass is awesome. And it mm -hmm. also sends out threats, lets me know if there's a, mm -hmm. a threat on a password, and then I can reach out to a client or even update my, you know, my passwords as well. Yeah, so. absolutely. I think um, the, the two things that I, that for just on, on individuals that I would probably recommend the most, LastPass and two-factor authentication for all of those accounts. So two-factor authentication for LastPass itself and for all the accounts associated with it. I know it's hard to like remember passwords and things like that. I get it, it's difficult. Having that password manager really helps, but you have to make sure that your actual account for that manager is secure. So the biggest problem that I have in this business is the two-factor. The mm -hmm. problem with that is that I have to wait to get a text message to the client mm -hmm. for them to give me a code. Yeah. And if there's a timeout problem, that just holds me back from being able to log in and access their information. So mm -hmm. there is a, a serious situation going on that keeps marketing people yeah. um, holding us back because we manage a lot of our accounts that's for true. our clients. So yeah. that's a huge problem for mm -hmm. some of us um, in this industry and how authentication has, has moved into this new you know situation yeah, that's interesting do they not have delegate access for those? well i mean uh, you know like if a godaddy allows you to do mm -hmm. it you can set up dedicated yeah, that's what i love about GoDaddy. yeah I'll so that allows that. you to have access but you gotta mm -hmm. get access in the first place right um and then also let's say you know if you need to get into their google account mm -hmm. you know of course you have to wait for them to get their the access code and be able to get into it right and and then that could be a little complicated mm -hmm. so okay. I see what you're um but no um i use LastPass for just about everything. Yeah, LastPass so. is definitely great. I, I yeah, like it's a it. great program. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like um, being that you've been in this industry is how far into this are you willing, you know, mm -hmm. where do you see your vision and where you want to be in this industry? So I don't really know. There's a lot, Cyber is such a huge platform. Um, and, uh, you know, I guess it kind of depends. You know, I, I, I'd like to see where H2L takes me. Um, we're, we're, we're growing so, so much, um, mm -hmm. and, and the work that we do is so important that it, it's really difficult to step away from. Yeah. But, um, I want to see, um, if, if something captivates me, if something is interesting. I like to work on stuff that's cool, that's cutting edge, that's new. Um, and HUL Solution gives you that yeah, opportunity. Absolutely. And I think that's great as long as we can recognize that opportunity. Mm -hmm. So for someone like you or someone that's going to school, mm -hmm. um, what what do they need to do to get into these internships? Like yeah. who do they do they need to be going to mm -hmm. the college? You know, yes. to, you know, who do they need to talk to? Yeah, absolutely. Their so counselor or whatever. Yeah, there are two things that I would probably do, um, especially if you're going into cyber. Um, the first thing that I would do is go to conferences. Everybody that's ever anybody in cyber is. At I agree with cyber that. Yeah. yeah, bring your resume with you. Oh, for sh dude, absolutely. We had. Um, uh, sorry, I called you dude. I do that on accident. Thanks, thanks, bro. <laughs> that's my. That's the snowboarder in me, I guess. Yeah, is it that. snowboarder? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, surfer chick. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, so, bro. Yeah. Bro. Um. So, how do you get into? What, what is that? <laughs> the conferences, man. Yeah, the conferences, dude. <laughs> um. So, bring your resume. Yes. Right. Yeah. Bring a resume. The the amount of people that have come to H 2 booth and they they brought their resume, um. 
And they've just, you know, they've been such a personal person. Maybe the resume wasn't, like, fully fleshed out. But I like them as a person. I, I, I texted our recruitment manager and I'd say, hey, you know, uh, we've got this one person. Let's set up a, an interview with them and just kind of see how it goes. So the, the amount of opportunities that you get just face-to-face with somebody, um, it really, really helps. You know, you know, you can apply online. It's great. Um, but the face-to-face is, is the face-to-face a makes, great opportunity, right? Yeah, it makes a huge difference. Especially but what, do you, what happens with those that are introverts, that mm-hmm. are they, they, they're shy? How, you know, mm-hmm. how do you – you've got to just step out of your comfort zone, right? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? I, I would almost say, yeah, you kind of got to suck it up a little bit. Because – and the reason that I say that is because – a lot of people in the cyber universe are are like that. You're not you're not the only person. I mean, the amount of people that come up to me and they're a little shy just because they haven't done it before. They come and they say, "Hey, I'm interested in doing this, this, or this, or whatever." Typically, they have really, really good resumes, a lot of experience. You know, and then there's something to be said about that because it, it, if you are willing to step out of your comfort yeah. zone, come to these conferences, yes. pay attention to what's going on in your community, mm-hmm. and go to them and shake yes. people's hands. And I know that with COVID, mm-hmm. you don't want to, but right. Just just go out and start talking to people. That's really going to get you a yes. step in because if they're not hiring, mm-hmm. they know someone else is. For sure. Take that leap and you'll, you'll never regret doing it. And the reasoning is because nobody's going to be upset at you for trying. Right. Um, you know, you, you go, maybe they'll not all be interested in you, but they'll, they're totally going to understand. They're going to be like, okay, this person's nervous, whatever. Um, Do you feel like there's a generation gap in mm-hmm. communication? I think that uh, there can be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think that um, especially with, with Gen Z and um, probably a little bit old, like... Um, I'm an 80s chick, so yeah, I mean... Older than you, probably. Oh, there's, older than me? Yeah, there are oh, probably wow, a thanks. little bit okay. older So <laughs> my thing is that, you know, um, I, I read some mm. articles about the, you know, Gen Z... Yeah. Um, what what are the things that you what kind of advice can you give them mm-hmm. or can you give to people like me mm-hmm. on gapping that together like how does that work well I'll talk to the Gen Z because I feel like we're the biggest problem <laughs> Gen Z has a has a problem with professionalism I feel like um, a, a lot of a lot of Gen Z they, they kind of they kind of stick to the um, I don't want to say selfish because it's not selfish. Maybe they think of instance. You know, there's. Mm-hmm. It's like as soon as we graduate, we should instantly have a, a job. Right? Yeah, I, but I, not I, just any job. Right. Yeah. Okay. The, the sense of entitlement may be there, um, but I, I think it has to do with um, just kindness in general. It, it, it carries you so long, and I can. This can. That's probably a general thing for both generations. Um, being kind, being nice, and and trying your best to be professional and carry yourself well. Um, will get you very far, so, far, so yeah. much further than than a good resume. Yeah, would. and smile. Yeah, oh for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I think um, so too. I think that um, just being a, like a fun person to be around, um, or just a good person to be around, is, is so important. Do, am I a fun person? Absolutely. That's why I'm doing this podcast. Is that why? Yeah. Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> um, so for you, I think it's so important now to really touch base with yeah. those that are really getting into this industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I see a very bright future for you. Well, thank um, you. I think you're definitely going to go very far. Well, I appreciate so, that. So I have I have a couple questions. Yes, please. Um, Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I figured that's why we're doing this. So. What is the secret? <laughs> what is the secret to success for you? What does that mean for you? Um, 
I, I think the secret to success is it's taking every opportunity that kind of comes at you. Um, if you're, you know, if you're like, oh man, I don't know that I really want to do this today or Don't second guess yourself. Yeah, just go for it. Yeah. I think you should just go for it. Um, you know, just ride the roller coaster is what I call it. Yeah, exactly. Just know how to ride the roller coaster because there's mm-hmm. going to be some days that are really great yes. and there's some days that's yeah. going to really sometimes suck. It, sometimes it's really going to suck. But um, you can't have those ups without having the downs. But but the thing about that is that you learn a lot from it mm-hmm. um, and putting yourself in the... For sure. You know, because we, we can all generally think about, mm-hmm. you know, where we were where we, you know, started, where do we come from and where do we go? And so we can't forecast our future, but we can control what's happening to us right now. Absolutely. We don't like to think about it, but living life is kind of like rolling dice. You know, sometimes you're going to get good rolls and sometimes you're going to get really bad rolls, but um, you're not going to get any rolls if you don't do it. You miss 100% of the shots you don't So we're just rolling dice now? Yeah. Well, I don't know. So what 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 do people misunderstand about you? Like what is what is the one thing that people they I think that if they saw you, mm-hmm. they'd probably, oh, he's not smart. I don't know. Do I not look smart? Is that me? No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying you're not smart. I'm saying that I would never guess you as a cyber security really? guy. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I've never really thought about it. Um, I do care what people think about me. That's that's one of my bigger flaws. I I've, I I put a lot of stake. But when you in, get this age, you don't care. Yeah, exactly. You're yeah, you guys. Me, you guys. <laughs> you guys. Thanks. I appreciate you guys. Let's try um, so here we go in. Okay. So you need to respect your elders. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I uh, so I so the reason why I'm asking that is mm-hmm. that. Um, it's so important to understand who you are as a yes. person mm-hmm. um, because when people meet me, they didn't realize that I, they would ask me, well, you're designed yeah. by Carla. You must be an interior decorator. And yeah. I was like, no, I'm much more than that. Right. But I think that sometimes in, in, when we look at people, we don't, mm-hmm. we, what does that role look like? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I try to portray myself as authentically as possible. Well, I think you're very smart. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. Um, I hope my my. I guess I hope my looks reflect that. I don't know. Is it a good thing to look smart and be smart? Yeah, I think both. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you must have both now, because back then it was like nerd was right. nerd was not a word that you want to be associated with. Now it's yeah. like it's the cool word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Yeah, I really like the. Um, I think that as a society, we're kind of going in a positive direction when it comes to that sort of thing. Um, I think that being smart and pursuing what you love is becoming more and more the cool thing. Yeah. Um, because back, well, the reason why I'm saying that mm-hmm. you don't look like a cyber guy is mm-hmm. that you were didn't you were you in theater? Did you like <laughs> videos? Yeah. So I've huh. done I've done a lot of I've done a lot of things. I've done a lot of things. I was. Um, in high school, I was a springboard diver. I was a diver. Um, loved to snowboard. I've been snowboarding my whole life. Um, but I, I did theater. I did... Um, Can you tell us about the last part that you did, the last video you did? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, for you, the one yeah, for h Yeah, that's, that's what I'm leading yeah, to. Okay, I was talking gotcha. about your H2L <laughs> star moment that you put out um, yeah, in the courtroom. That was so much fun. Um, and I, I, I actually, I want to talk about this because this is cool. If you guys want to watch the video, you go to, uh, go to YouTube, you type in H2L Solutions, and I think it's the only video that's public there. So it's the only one that's live right now, but it's called an SOP conf- Confrontation. And uh, what it is, is it's a parody of the A Few Good Men scene, which 
an amazing movie, by the way. I love that movie. Um, and it is just, uh, it's sort of like a few good men if you were to translate it into the cyber world, I think. Um, and it's really fun. I'm in it. Um, I'm the, I'm Jack Nicholson. I'm the bad guy or whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, I loved shooting that video. We I think you to, had a moment in that video. I, yeah. I think you were definitely channeling... My inner Jack Nicholson? Your, yeah, your yeah. inner Jack Nicholson, yeah. I love that scene. Uh, my dad, it's one of my dad and I's favorite movies, so we quote it all the time, so I kind of had the energy already. So your dad, is your that. dad your hero? Yes, 100%, yeah. absolutely. What, what, and do you feel like that um, he's that role model for you? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that there's a certain part of you that has to live up to some of that, those standards, or do you feel like you're trying to get to that level so that you can pass on that to your children one day? Yeah, I'd like to get to that level. Um, but I don't know. It's, I don't know if I will. He's, he's so good at everything. <laughs> well, that's good um, that you have that kind of relationship. Yeah, absolutely. It's important to know that the mm-hmm. people that are role models, yes. they'll stay with us forever. Right. You know? Yeah. He was a, he's, he's a great father. He's a great, I mean, He's he's so good. I don't. I, don't, I mean, I, I don't want to like list all the things he's great at, but he's great at everything. But good. I think the one thing that you really have to understand is that mm-hmm. he believes in you, yes, right, unconditionally, right. Um, and he's allowed you to continue to yes. develop who Peyton is. Yeah, that's he's and that's the thing. He's just so supportive and so, and it almost makes it more intimidating because it's not like you know he's not down my throat. He's not like always. Oh, you have to be like this, this, and this. He's so supportive, and that almost makes it more. Intimidating because um, I, I want to make him proud, I guess. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to tell you something. Here's a little secret. Okay. You already make him proud. I hope okay. so. So, no, no, no. I'm just saying that you, um, so when you, you think you're trying so hard, mm-hmm. when really, honestly, you, you've been doing your, you've done a good job. Okay. Um, and I, I, I have to honestly say, Peyton, you're a, a blast to hang out with. Um, you, you know, we can talk nerd. Yes. Um, and we can be funny at the same time Absolutely. and make fun of each other. Always um, so. You know, and he makes fun of me all the time. So, um, <laughs> apparently, right. And likewise, right. I can't. I mean, how many times have I been fired today? I fired you probably about six or seven times yeah, today. Yeah, at least today. Yeah. So I've been practicing. I hope my severance package is good. No, okay. it's not. Um, so you. Yeah, you have to earn that. Yeah. Thing. Okay. Well, I've I've got You're my different package now six no, times. No, you. Guess, so. Yeah, you you've been fired about six or seven times today. <laughs> so, Peyton, I just want to say it's such a joy having you on our podcast. Um, I hope that we do many more of these. Yes, please. I'd love to. Okay. So great. Um, so thank you, Peyton, coming on to. Thank our... you so much for having me. This is awesome. You've been fired again. You just interrupted me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just gonna take my headphones off. No, stay, <laughs> stay in your seat. I got you. So, Peyton, thank you so much for our Coffee and Hustle podcast. We talked about intergenerational communication um, and a few other little um, side conversations in cybersecurity today. Thank you for coming on our podcast, and we hope to see you again soon. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Bye.